Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. I'm Tom Dunlap, your host with me. I have Eric Olson of Array Digital and Array Law and another company that under Array Rival Digital. Digital. Rival Digital. Rival and Array Digital uh, with me today. Eric was our guest in the last segment. He talked about how he started his company, how he figured out what niches were valuable, really based on empirical evidence. This week, we're going to ask Eric about what his biggest business challenge was. So Eric, your biggest business challenge that you overcame, that you learned from, or your biggest business success, whatever it is that our listeners could take away from you, that you think, hey, if I share this experience with you, you will be better for it. Sure. Uh, well, thanks again, Tom, for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, sure. So we've certainly had quite a few challenges here. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people who haven't started their own business, they think that you just started and it continues to grow in a linear fashion. And that hasn't been the case for us and probably not the case for a lot of people. You have these dips and you have these surges. And, you know, for me, I started as a one-man company. It was me and a laptop and a cell phone. That's all I needed. And I was making really good money, but I knew that that was not going to last forever. I was going to get older. I was probably not going to want to do this the rest of my life. I needed some help and I wanted to build a business. I didn't want to just be a freelancer. So I knew that I needed to hire someone else to help me out. So the first big challenge for me and probably one of the biggest decisions that I made in business was to hire my first employee. It was, um, it was scary. Because I knew that I could fend for myself right. uh, and I, I I didn't know what was coming in the future and I had to really um, just kind of go for it. So what happened was I, I, I knew I wanted to do this. I built up the business and, and then I got to a point where I was working, of course, like nonstop. And then I got you another big show at the time though, right? You one man show. It was Eric. That, yep. was the, that was the business. Okay. It was Eric LLC. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and so I, I knew that I needed to hire a second person. And, and then I, I, so I kept bidding on projects and I got another big project that was going to take me full time, like four to six months. And I was like, all right, this is the time, but I could only see about six months into the future. I interviewed, I found someone I really liked her. And then I, I remember going home and talking to my wife and saying, I want to hire this employee and she will get paid. Every two weeks, there's no doubt about that. I will ensure she gets paid. The only question is, is there going to be enough left over for me? Gotcha. And and so we, you know, we together and uh, decided that I should hire this employee. I did. It worked out great. And what I discovered is that by increasing the supply, if you will, of my services, actually demand increased. It was really odd, but the more capacity that I had. All of a sudden, the more opportunities came to me. And I don't know if that was, um, you know, just fate, a timing, 
or maybe the way that I was communicating to the world that we could do Let more. Let me throw a theory at you, Eric. I have a theory. This is another theory, and I think you backed into this too. And we've seen it at, at our in our practice, right? So as soon as you, the salesperson, the Eric LLC of Array Digital at the time, as soon as you had somebody to do some of the work, your ability to sell yeah. or to attain more work was multiplied almost infinitely because you suddenly had a, another Eric to do the work that you were doing. And it kind of works like that, right? And I hear this from small businesses all the time, even businesses with 20 people, adding one more person, they can't always, they don't always want to hire ahead of the need. They try to hire within the need and that stymies, I think it stifles the business growth, but it's a risk, right? And there's, a, and it's, it's, so it worked for you and then that's fantastic. But I think that's one of the like, they always talk about entrepreneurship seminars and I'm on a board at my school WNL. We have an entrepreneurship advisory board, but we always talk about taking the leap. We always have a session on yeah. that. And I feel like for you, it wasn't starting the business. Taking the leap was hiring an employee and becoming yeah. a, a you know more than Eric LLC, becoming a Ray. And now you have a partner and you have more employees and you've got a team and you know. So anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, but my theory is that that's what happened. You suddenly you are the center, you are the the face and voice of this, and you had bandwidth. So I, I think you're absolutely right. At the time, it's one of those things where you're like, well, for me, I I, I was still working in the business, right? So it's not like I had, yeah. oh, all this time to go, sell. but I had more time to sell. I just didn't have a ton of time to go sell and do the other things, but I had more time all of a sudden. That made a big, big difference. So that, that for How me was- feel? Like in your belly, like how did it feel when you were- making that when you, when you're like, okay, I'm going to offer you this job. Like, it, it was, was scary as hell. It was scary. Right. Cause like I what said, I scared I, about it though. Right. Like, so just asking this, you know, so logically we've got our lizard brain. that's like, oh my God, oh my God. But in reality, as a business owner, tell me what, yeah. what, what facts were scary about that for you? Like, was it, cause you could, I mean, let's be, you could fire her if you wanted to not, and, you know, it's not nice, sure. but finish the job six months in. Okay, well, you know, I, I don't have any more work. I got to let you go. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, not a great way to be as a person, but what what scared you? When I went into business for myself, I was betting on myself. So I had confidence that I could do the work. Okay. Right? And I had confidence that I could go get the work. I, I had confidence that I could pull it off. But the moment that I brought someone else into it, I was immediately responsible for someone else's not only paycheck, but their career, right? So I, I had yeah. to make sure this person got the things that they needed and they could advance their career and go off and do great things after they were with me. So I didn't want to, I certainly did not want to hire someone full-time as an employee and then fire them because right. that would be a huge failure. But so, so there was a responsibility that was new and, and I didn't have the ability to see out into the future beyond that big project that I told you about. Right. Yep. And so we didn't have any kind of recurring services, any kind of recurring revenue at the time. It was all project-based. And so now I had, I just doubled my responsibility, me and my family and her and her family. So yeah. it was, it was a big, big undertaking. So Eric, what, what made you get over that, that fear? What, what, I know you went, you said, I went home and talked to my wife and we decided to do it, but there had to be like, cause obviously you had a question. It wasn't like, okay, I'm just going to hire somebody now. This makes sense. It was, yeah. I went home, like, this is a big thing to you. I asked you biggest challenge. What made you change your mind? Like at the time you didn't know, so, but, but at the time you had to have something in your head to like, this is why I'm doing it. I, is it, was it confidence in yourself? I, I don't know. What was it? 
<laughs> Great question. Uh, I haven't thought of that before, but I, I guess it was really because I had a vision of what I wanted for my future. It wasn't to be a one-man show. It was to be a company. And and I, I guess really that that vision was enough. The desire was enough that I wanted to manifest it, even if I had to take risk. So I was willing to put myself on the line, my reputation on the line, uh, frankly, even someone else on the line. Uh, although I did communicate very clearly with her, like, hey, this is what we got. Are you in? So at least I kind of mitigated that risk a little with her. But, um, you know, it's also if, if, if you fail at something like that and you have to take a real big step back, there's uh, hum humiliation that goes along with that. There's shame that goes along with that, right? There was a lot weighing on me, but I guess in the end, my thought process, my vision outweighed all of those uh, possible negative consequences that went along with it. And I, I just decided that I had to do it because if not, then it would be never. Right, when? So, and I've heard this over and over again. I don't, I can't remember who said this. Build the business you want, not the business you have. Uh, and I think that's fantastic. You did that and have achieved the success you've achieved. So, Eric, next segment, I'm going to ask you for one or two or three pieces of advice, whatever, however many pieces of advice that we can that you would say, hey, if if I had to tell you anything, these are the three things I'd tell you to do or two things I'd tell you to do or not to do. It can loop in your learning experience from your employee hiring, whatever it is. Uh, and if you have advice, it can also be, and I'll just say this for our listeners too, because maybe we'll get some nuggets here. Maybe it's advice on digital marketing. Like maybe, you know, look at this or look at that, whatever it is. I'd love to hear that from you too. So um, we'll see you on the next segment. Thank you listeners for joining us for another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. As always, download us wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, whatever it is. And email me if you want to talk or reach out or have a question or would like to propose a guest for the show, tdunlap at dblawyers.com. Thanks. We'll see you next time on the Black Letter Podcast. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.